Well, hello everybody and welcome to another session with Nina Chantel, a fitness coach and health coach. And I am Peter Goldstein, your host today. I'm founder and chief synergy officer with We Did It That Health, where our mission is to support us, the grassroots ambassadors, as we go through our days and looking to inspire other people, our friends, our loved ones, new acquaintances, to with the benefits of shifting their lifestyle to one that's vegan or health, healthy with a whole food plant-based, no salt, sugar, and oil added. Uh, and that's our mission. We're, we have our community. You've probably seen our community, our, our Facebook page. And this is another one of our presentations, again, to help us be better ambassadors, more successful with moving the needle on the whole food plant-based vegan world so that we people can be healthier. We can save so much animal suffering for the climate as well as for world hunger. So welcome. And with that, here's Nina. Hi, thanks. So my name is Nina. I have a certification in fitness nutrition. I am a published author. I have four books available right now. I am a certified trainer and certified plant-based grassroots ambassador. And I will also have a uh, certification in strength and conditioning. So let's get right to it. Today's topic is how to lose weight on a vegan diet. And not only will you lose weight, but you'll get healthier. So vegan diets fail because people don't lose weight and get sicker because vegans consume too much of the following foods. And I'm gonna go over those foods with you. Okay, so I'm going to go over these in the order of importance. So number one, consuming alcohol. Doesn't matter how vegan you are, how much exercise you do, if you're consuming alcohol, that only leads to weight gain, but it's really bad for your health. We all know it's bad for your brain as well. What happens when you drink alcohol? Alcohol is a poison. Your body stops metabolizing fat because it's gonna metabolize the alcohol because it gets rid of toxins first. It, it's smart, it gets rid of the things that are most harmful to your body first. And what people may not know is some alcoholic beverages are not even vegan. There's something called isinglass that's added in the filtration process. That's from fish. There's gelatin might be used. That's from cows or pigs. Sometimes they use casein in the filtration process. That's from cows or sheep. So some drinks that people might not realize have alcohol include Baileys, White Russians, Irish coffee, even Bloody Mary because they use Worcester. That's from fish. That's not vegan. Luckily, you can buy vegan Worcester at many health markets. Oils are also a cause of ill health and excess fat on the body. Per Dr. McDougall's book, The Healthiest Diet on the Planet, vegetable oils are the strongest promoters of cancer of all commonly consumed foods. They make people fat, cause bleeding and suppression of the immune system and severe damage to the arteries. Now that is on page 123 of his book. So another cause of weight gain is consuming margarine, those, you know, fake butters and even hummus. So margarine, what is the main ingredient? Oils. And usually it's many different types of oils. And some of those oils are coconut, coconut oil, which is a saturated fat. So you definitely want to stay away from those fake butters and you can make your own hummus. So you can make it without oil. You also want to stay away from fake meats. Now, I know when I'm trying to get someone to, tr to try a vegan diet and they're hesitant. So fake meats might be a good addition just to get them moving in the vegan 
tries trying to move them to stop eating animal products. So if you eat small amounts at the beginning, that's a move in the right direction. Unfortunately, these fake meats and even the fake cheeses, they're not healthy. They actually have a lot of oils and their ingredients are not healthy. If you look at them, they also contain isolated soy protein, which you might see also as TVP, which increases IGF-1. That's an insulin-like growth factor. And what that does is it increases fat cells and cancer cells. So if you look into a very common product called Beyond Meat Patty, the third ingredient is canola oil. The fourth ingredient is coconut oil. One patty contains 14 grams of fat and 25% from saturated fat. And if you look at fake cheeses, I looked at several on the market, and the second ingredient is oil. Nuts and seeds are a high, have a high concentration of fat. So they're little calorie bombs. They are delicious calorie bombs. So if you're trying to gain weight, or I should say, yeah, if you're trying to gain weight, eat a bunch of those. <laughs> but if you're trying to lose weight, and if you're like me, where I try to have one or maybe seven, I end up eating 50. And it's just so hard for me to stop eating them. I just love them. And what people don't always realize is a lot of them have they're they're toasted in oil so you'll have that extra extra calories from that and if somebody has heart disease uh, there are doctors that who know nutrition just there's just too much fat and that clogs our arteries so they say no nuts but if if uh, you're underweight go ahead and have nuts if you're a normal weight you can have them as well as long as they don't bother you but if you're trying to lose weight i recommend people avoid them altogether and so let's see, if you look at toasted almonds, one ounce of dry toasted almonds contains 170 calories and 15 grams of fat. Now to put that into perspective, the uh, mastering diabetes experts there, they recommend that people don't eat any more than 30 grams of fat per day. So if you have one ounce of dry toasted almonds, you've already eaten half your amount of allotted fat per day. So I, I tried calculating my fat. And if I have more than a tablespoon and a half of seeds, then I will go over my fat quota. And the rest of it is, you know, low calorie vegetables, stuff like that. So, and if I have nuts, I will definitely go over my quota, which is not good for my circulation. So coconut, is extremely high in fat, is 13% from fat. Also, cacao nibs, which a lot of people put a little sprinkle here and there, which is a wonderful crunch and it is healthy food, but it is 47% fat. Avocados are delicious and healthy, but unfortunately they're extremely high in fat. So I recommend people to eat no more than a quarter of an avocado, unless you're trying to gain weight. A California avocado contains 228 calories, 21 grams of fat. It is 83% fat. So those vegan protein bars are a great source of energy and a great source of calories. Now I remember whenever I would carry around one of my vegan protein bars or even just my vegan nut and seed bars, uh, with the, the dried fruit in it. They were so delicious that I would want more and more and more. So, and I couldn't just, you know, when I wanted a little bit of the bar, I couldn't just eat a quarter of it. I would definitely eat more. And the more I ate, the more I wanted to eat. And they contain very high calorie ingredients. Nuts, they also contain soy, a lot of them, and oil that makes them soft. And also dried fruit is very highly caloric and it will increase your blood sugar. So while fruit is super healthy, a little bit of dried fruit may be great, but just don't try to eat it too much. And a lot of people eat too much and so they will gain weight. And, but I do have 
the dry fruit I do have in my house and I carry with me pretty much everywhere are dried figs. Now, the reason why I do that is because if I'm, we call it bonking. <laughs> so if I have low blood sugar and I wanna raise it up quickly, I can just grab a fig. And what's nice about figs is they only have about eight grams of carbohydrates per serving. Now I'm not anti-carbs, I'm totally pro-carb. But when it's when I want to speed up my blood sugar without it going over, I prefer the figs over dates. And another thing that adds up calories really fast is juice. So while I'm very fond of eating fruit, if I'm taking away the fiber and just drinking the juice, that will increase blood sugar and we eat too much it's easy to overconsume juice for sure. And that can also lead to high triglycerides. So smoothies. Now, smoothies are fine. You know, you take, you know, if you take the whole fruit, you omit the juice and put it all in your blender, that's, that's not a bad thing. But the problem is those calories can add up very, very quickly, especially if you're adding juice. So I saw the line and thought this was incredibly amazing. They said, there's these, smoothies for people for weight gain and there's a bunch of them that's a thousand calories for their smoothies and I found one and if you look at the ingredients it's like how the heck did this add up to a thousand calories so here's the ingredient for one of the vegan smoothies that I found so two tablespoons of peanut butter protein powder four dates one cup of coconut milk one tablespoon of chia seeds and one tablespoon of protein powder equals 1,000 calories. That's just a drink. Soda. I'm always amazed that people still, still drink soda. <laughs> it's like, why? It's, just, it's literally pure sugar. And the problem with that is one, we know sugar is very inflammatory and that's terrible. And, but it's, the more you have it, the more you're going to crave it because the more you're creating that bad gut bacteria, where it's going to make you want it more. And it's just going to increase your hunger and definitely don't have soda. And yeah, so what do the sodas have? They have sugar, but even if you're not drinking soda, you have to be careful of those sweeteners, agave, maple syrup. Maple syrup's great. But just make sure that it's whole maple syrup because the fake maple syrups, they either have flavorings or they'll have butter in them as well. So when you're getting maple syrup, get 100% pure maple syrup, but to eat those, they say in moderation, I would say eat those sparingly, very small amounts. And like the only time I use maple syrup is if I'm making some soup with tomatoes and the tomatoes from the acids a little bit bitter and just add a little bit. But also people have a lot of those fake sweeteners. Now it is true that they have zero calories, but the more those fake sweeteners you eat, the more your body's gonna create sweet things and you're gonna want sweeter and sweeter foods. And also they damage your gut because they, you end up with harmful gut bacteria from those fake sweeteners. So it's try to stay away from fake sweeteners and all sweeteners. So bread, it's very healthy. It's fine for you if you don't have celiac or if you're not gluten sensitive, or I should say gluten sensitive. The, the problem is that people eat a lot of bread and it's a lot of calories. Typically, a slice of bread is over 100 calories per slice. If you're having a sandwich, you're at least having two slices and whatever you're eating on top of that will add to the calories. And check the ingredients. If you look at Wonder Bread, it contains high fructose corn syrup. I thought they banned that, but apparently it's still in foods. It also contains soybean oil and sugar. So even... The vegan foods don't, these vegan breads don't always have healthy ingredients. What a lot of people don't realize is that breads are high in salt. So Dave's organic whole grain bread has cane sugar as the third ingredient. 
And also check a lot of breads are not vegan. They may contain eggs, butter, and non-fat dried milk. A pasta is also easy to overeat. Most people don't just eat the two ounces per serving that is on the package as the recommended serving size. You're having usually four or five ounces typically. So be careful of the portion sizes. I always weigh my pasta if I'm not making zoodles, which is from zucchini. So tortillas are high in calories as well. So if I look at Mission flour tortillas, it's 140 calories for their tortillas. So I recommend either lettuce cups or you can dry toast corn tortillas, which are smaller and much lower in calories. Pizza crust, again, more added calories. So if I looked at Pillsbury pizza dough, it contains hydrogenated vegetable oil, which is a trans fat. Now trans fats, they, we, you know, we were told, okay, those are banned. And if you look at, it'll say trans fat on the label, and it'll say zero, but if a product contains 0.5 grams, so it's like a half a gram of trans fat, they don't have to list it, but the amount that's acceptable is zero because you should eat zero trans fats. So exercise, when people don't move, they're gonna gain weight. So you don't have to exercise a ton. Excessive exercise won't undo all your bad eating habits, but we were meant to move. And you don't have to do running. You could do whatever you want. Some examples that are great are balance exercises. You don't have to use yoga, but that's great. You can run, you can walk. There's so many wonderful exercises that you can do. But the thing is you wanna do whatever you enjoy, but you have to do it every day. 30 to 90 minutes every day. And Dr. Michael Greger recommends people do 90 minutes of exercise every day. And it's funny because I hear people who say, oh, I don't have time to exercise. Well, I, have, I know people that, the busiest people that I know do tons of exercise. They exercise an hour or more a day. What they do is they get up early and they do their exercise. And you know, if they after dinner, they do some exercise. They find a way because you know they, the expression, if there's a will, there's a way. And that's definitely true. And the great thing about exercise, it's a wonderful mood booster. You'll get a, a great high, better than sugar. And you'll just feel happier. So for instance, people say, well, don't squat. You know, I've heard, I've heard doctors say, well, if you squat and it hurts, don't do it. It's like, you have to squat because if you sit down to eat your dinner, you're squatting. If you're going to the toilet, <laughs> you're squatting. You shouldn't have a handlebar to your toilet to get up. So you definitely need to squat and, and you could do chair squats. So very important and reach. So I've heard of people saying, oh, well, they injured their shoulder and so the this one woman, she moved all her cups. They were high up. She moved it to the lower shelf. Well, guess what that happens when you do that? You've limited your mobility. And if you do that long enough, it may become permanent. And what that happens, you get severe pain and there's a muscle in your back. It's called, the shortened term is the last. It gets very, very tight and that can be extremely painful and the pain can radiate all up your neck. So definitely reach overhead every single day. And you don't want to make things easier for you. You actually want to make it harder because that will increase your strength. So the other thing you really want to learn how to do if you don't, or if you don't do it, do it more is lunging. It's where you step back. If you don't lunge, you will not be able to get off the floor. And you also want to be able to do push-ups because if you get fall on the floor, you won't be able to get up if you don't do push-ups. So the other thing is single leg work. It's really important to do this so that it will help you balance so you won't fall down. 
So a row is really important. That works the upper, upper back muscles and the postural muscles. So you look nice and tall. And so also medications can cause weight gain and that could be a side effect. So you can check your medications to see if, if weight gain is a side effect. Also muscle weakness can be a side effect of medication. So obviously if you're moving, that will strengthen your body. And by adding all the healthy uh, plant foods, that will very possibly get you off those medications and make you stronger, fitter, and leaner. And let's go next. So another thing that you can do is you can track your fats and your total calorie intake on various applications. And definitely there's tons of healthy, oil-free, sugar-free, delicious whole plant foods out there. And I'm gonna share one with you today. So today I'm gonna to show you a quick recipe that you make that you don't even have to bake. You don't have to put it in the oven, just mix it together and it's granola and you can just add your favorite, favorite fruits. And so I'm gonna go over here because that app for some reason is not working. So I'm gonna add this to this video. I wasn't sure if I should call this recipe berry crumble or granola. It's a guilt-free snack that's low in fat and helps with weight loss. I have five ingredients here. I have blueberries, oats, balsamic vinegar, and cinnamon, and this lemon. Look at this thing, it's huge. <laughs> I just got this off my tree. So, slice this. Let's put a little bit, see if I can do it without getting any seeds in there. All right, just a little bit of lemon and so I actually have, these are frozen blueberries and I like using the frozen ones because it has the delicious liquid which is going to coat the oats. So let's get these oats and the fresher, the crispier. All right, let's make it level. Put it to bowl. And then I want more oats than blueberries. So you can make this in any combination you want. And I love cinnamon. So I'm gonna put a lot of cinnamon on this. And cinnamon can be a bit spicy if you add too much. And so I'm gonna use a lot. So give it a little bit of sweetness. So you can just stir that, get the cinnamon well incorporated. All right, so next thing I'm gonna get the blueberries. less blueberries than oats. So see if that works. Dump it in. So easy. Stir that around so it looks like I might need more blueberries. But I do like having lots of, I do like having lots of the oats. So. You can just try it and taste it and see what type of ratio of oats to blueberries you like. And the last ingredient, this is the absolute must, is a balsamic vinegar. So, and just drizzle this on. Yum, yum, yum. And I'm gonna stir this just a little bit. Now you don't wanna let this sit because it'll get too moist what it looks like. You can use any type of berries you want. I just love blueberries. All right. Mm. Yum. 
then you can add a little more balsamic. It depends. I mean, I love balsamic. I think I might even like to add even more blueberries. So it depends. Usually the blueberries are very liquidy and then you can also take this liquid and drizzle more of it on. So it just depends how much moisture is in your blueberries. So that'll determine how much you want to put in. And if it gets too moist, no problem. Just add more oats to it. It's an easy, delicious, sweet treat. And I love it. I might even add more cinnamon. Oops. <laughs> no, I did that on purpose. And I really like having a combination of different berries. So if you can get those packs that have, have all the different berries in it, like the, like the blackberries and raspberries and blueberries, that is fantastic. And that's it. You can even add uh, bananas too. Okay. <laughs> wow, that, that looked yummy. So basically you can do almost anything. Yeah, totally. Wow, that's so simple. Sometimes I'll just have it even without berries. I'll just throw it on there and it'll eat some balsamic. It's a little bit dry. Some people mentioned that they uh, like to add a little bit of splash of almond milk in there. So or if you can have a vanilla extract, that's really delicious addition. So yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of different ways you can make that yours. Wow. And oatmeal is so healthy. I, I have old steel cut oats for breakfast pretty much every day, but I know I have to cook that. And you you then cook your your oats at all. You yeah, just... to me it tastes like granola, you know, because uh -huh. it's got a little bit of crunch, you know, because uh yeah, I like texture. I like I like crunchy things. Uh, wow, that's amazing. So talking about nuts, and you, you mentioned you're using frozen nuts. I heard that um, frozen nuts actually have more nutrition than fresh nuts. Is is that true? Or fresh? I'm sorry, uh, berries. I'm talking about the berries, the blueberries. Yeah, so frozen blueberries. So. The, well, yeah, I, I've, I've heard that when you buy frozen fruit, sometimes even frozen vegetables, that they package it and freeze it right away so that when you get the fruit and the vegetables at the store, it's, you know, it's been shipped and it's been sitting there for a week and no wonder it goes bad so quickly. But the reason why I, one, it's costly too. If you're buying frozen versus fresh fruit, you get much more when it's frozen. And I find that those little pints of blueberries are a lot more expensive and I could eat those and feel guilty for eating a little thing of blueberries. But the, the, what I like about using the frozen berries in this particular uh, dessert is that overnight the the berries defrost and you have that wonderful juice which i which i call a syrup which really is is a nice and sweet addition mm -hmm. now it, that's what's that juice come from is that just the the fruit juice or or they add something before they freeze it or what is no that? it's just that when you have something for instance if you have an ice cube and it melts it's the same substance it's just it just melted okay. so it's it's just the juice that's coming out of the the berry interesting because that is that it's wonderful it's it's quite a bit of juice and yeah i love it that's i love it i'll have to try that yeah you know i've i've also given it to guests as dessert and with them i will add the, the nuts and sometimes I'll even sprinkle a little bit of, of coconut on there 
and they're they're amazed they couldn't believe there was no sugar in it mm -hmm. beautiful well there, there's some interesting things that you had in your presentation and um you know i noticed you were talking about avocados uh being so high in fat and uh, you know, I know Dr. Esselstyn, who's one of the leaders in, in heart disease reversal, and who in his book claims that he, he can make somebody heart attack proof in a matter of a couple days. Uh, but for his diet, for, for, his, uh, for his heart disease reversal diet, uh, he doesn't want people eating avocados because of the fat. His his very strict diet is so oil-free that no nuts, no avocados. Uh, and uh, I, I find that fascinating that avocados are just that high in fat. Yeah, yeah, I thought, and, and you know, when I was doing my low-carb diet, when I made that mistake and I was eating a whole bunch of nuts, it really impaired my circulation so much that my skin was really getting dry on my fingers and toes and my, my scalp uh, was not getting enough circulation, my hair was falling out. And I wasn't even eating nuts, I wasn't eating, I should say, uh, oils, I was just eating a lot of nuts. And actually, I don't even like avocado. And the only thing I do like is guacamole and I, I wasn't even using any of that. So what I always do is I, I make myself a little test case and it drives my husband crazy. He's like, what are you doing this week? <laughs> so I didn't tell him this time, but he, he knows because I'm like, no, all of on my salad. And he's like, whatever, more for me. And so I, I pretty much like got rid of the, the nuts and the seeds. Like if I do like seeds, I'll just do a little bit of chia somewhere here and there. But, uh, and I started adding more carbohydrates, just amping up the carbs, just to see if I could lose weight. And I did. So, cause what I learned is that you carbs get burned off as, as a heat where it's much harder to burn off calories from fat. And so if I'm extra hungry, I don't grab the nuts, which is very tempting because you just grab it, but I'll eat something else instead. Like I'll eat you know, another, another apple or something like that, you know, maybe another banana. And it doesn't, it doesn't make me heavier. It just fills me up. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, Dr. McDougall before his, his, he calls his diet. Uh, what's he called? Carb, hard carb diet, right? Uh, um, this one, I think, I think he called it the healthiest diet. Let me see. This was one yes. of his books, his oldest, older books. Let's see. It was called The Healthiest Diet on the Planet. That's what he was calling it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I think he's really big on the healthy carbs, the unprocessed carbs. And so many people, so many diets uh, are so against carbs. And uh, I think a lot of times fail to distinguish between healthy carbs and processed carbs. And that there's a huge difference, isn't there? Absolutely. And people really get the, the word fructose, F-R-U-C-T-O-S-E, confuses a lot of people. Now, fructose, when it's a separate ingredient, is processed and unhealthy. And high fructose corn syrup is a very processed food and very unhealthy. But fructose inside of a fruit and combined with the fiber and all the other wonderful nutrients is good for us and will reverse disease and make us healthier the more we eat. So a lot of people think, sugar equals fruit. And the problem is a lot of the, the people out there are not clarifying the difference because every plant food contains a form of sugar that turns into glucose or which converts into glycogen in our bodies, which we use for fuel. Mm -hmm. Fuels our brain. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, so many distinctions. I, I've, I've heard somebody talk about how how much healthier 
eating an oranges than drinking an orange juice. Right. And yeah. probably you've mentioned fiber before. So the the concentration of of, of the sugars and uh, yeah. Yeah. And I I remember when I was trying to, I was making my smoothie book and I was trying all different combinations. And I found that if I juice an orange, the the juice becomes bitter. But when mm. I eat the orange, with the segments and all the fiber, it's sweet. And I thought, mm -hmm. I still find that fascinating. <laughs> that is. Yeah. But you know, what's really interesting is I would talk to people about diet and people would say, oh, I eat a healthy diet. And I would look at them and know that they're lying <laughs> because you're not going to be excessively overweight you're eating a healthy diet and, and and i think people they're either lying to themselves or they're lying to me or both and sure we all eat some healthy foods but saying you eat healthy is to me is like you know why why do people lie and they lie to me all the time i know they're like maybe they're trying to be my friend <laughs> But it's, uh, it's, I find it very disturbing. Like I found this one woman, she was talking to her about her poor health and she was saying, I'm skinny. She, she said that this overweight woman is telling you she's skinny. It's like, what? Like what mirror are you looking at? Is it a fun house, not mirror? <laughs> it's this, you know, this people think, I've, I've heard them say, well, it's healthier to be heavy. No, it's not. It's, it's healthier to be underweight. And then they say, well, if I get cancer and I lose all this weight, I have all that extra fat to protect me from losing too much weight. It's like, well, maybe if you didn't have that extra weight from eating all that unhealthy food, you wouldn't have, we won't get cancer in the first place. So it's kind of this backwards thinking. Interesting. It's amazing what people believe, isn't it? It's just these yeah. these beliefs that we make up and and know they're true, know they're true, and and live our lives by them, and and really end up hurting ourselves. Yeah, when I was training people at the gym, they would say, "Oh, Nina, what about this supplement and this diet supplement and this diet pill?" And I said, "Well, it might work." and it might kill you. So as, especially if it works, it will harm you. So don't take it, you know, just keep up with the exercise and stop going out for pizza every week. Or every, <laughs> or, or get, every get the times pizza. a week. Get the, get the pizza and tell them no cheese. Well, it's not pizza without the cheese. Oh yes, it is. And it's, it tastes better and you can eat more, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plant-based vegan pizza dough and some good sauce and vegetables. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever tried Lavash? I have not. It's L-A-V-A-S-H. So it's a thin uh dough, and I found it at Trader Joe's. And what you can do is you put the the crust in the the oven and then I just put it with tomato sauce and I add my potato and my sauteed uh, zucchini and that's our pizza and it's it's and it you know the thinner the crust the lower the calories and you can just uh, yeah it's it's really easy it's tasty so a lot of people are used to that thick crust but in Italy when we went and visited there they they don't really serve it's a thinner crust and not as much cheese. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Yeah, well, I, I don't, I've never eaten cheese except by accident. But when we went to Italy, I would, I would tell them in Italian, I would write it down and I would show them my card, you know, I can't have dairy, no cheese. And so they would make me these little flat, flat bread pizzas. And they would see me coming, they'd say, I'll make it right away. And they would, they would give me these little flatbreads. Um, with while I was waiting for my my food there, and so I would have, you know, I would have actually vegan food 
when I was in Italy. So I would just have like um, pasta with their sauce on it. And so it's interesting too, is I, I can't handle gluten, but when I was in Italy, I had no problem. And I would eat big plates of pasta. And then we would go, go walking and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm gonna gain weight. I didn't gain any weight because I was eating mostly carbs and I was doing a lot of exercise. I was walking a lot. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, Dr. Barnard's book, The Cheese Trap, I believe in there he cites that there was a remarkable increase in obesity in this country when pizza got popular. Mm -hmm. he, he linked he linked the two. So all, all the cheese with the pizzas has a heavy impact on obesity in our country. And it's so ironic. People say, oh, you know, well, I'm, I, uh, I tell them, you know, go buy McDougal soups. And they say, well, does it have salt in it? And I say, yes. But they eat cheese. Cheese is loaded with salt. Right. So it's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It drives me nuts. The, the thing that just, I always, I want to come back to is the lie. Why do people lie about, you know, eating healthy and what they're eating and, why are they lying to themselves? Do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> um, my, my opinion, you know, what came up for me is that people really believe their own lies. So they, they believe they're telling the truth. So they somehow they think that if it's organic, nothing else matters or, you know, some silly thing like that. Uh, and, and that makes it healthy. So if it's grass fed, it's healthy. Right. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. I don't think, yeah. So there's a lot of, and there's just so much false information that people believe that we've been taught to believe that we've been taught is the truth. You know, like milk does a body good. <laughs> I mean, how silly is that? And, it's and horrible. we've been brainwashed to believe that. Yeah. Well, did you, did you, the newest campaign and i it came out i believe it was yes it was last week so they're trying a new campaign it said it was something about uh milk is good for athletes so there's a company called switch for good and they are trying to get the message out that dairy is extremely harmful and one of the women she uh she was an olympic athlete and she was actually on the movie uh, the TV show Baywatch, her name escapes me. So she, she's a vegan advocate. And uh, so they, they put out this campaign and sent this video to everybody on their list to post it on their social media, which I did. Mm. And so they got such a big response. And so what Beautiful. the milk industry did is it started removing all the negative comments from their sites because people were posting video and, and oh, explaining gosh. Yeah. So yeah. gosh, of all things, like we don't want our athletes to get sicker. They're already putting their bodies under so much stress. Absolutely. Especially if they're not natural. Mm. All the, all the things. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. So all, all the, all the stuff bodybuilders do and, and so many of them have died from heart disease and died at very young ages because of because of all the things they do that aren't natural and that aren't meant to for the human bodies. Yeah, the steroids, the hormones, the yeah, the, the high protein intake. So it's yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. So I had this one one trainer years ago when I was uh, after I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, and he was telling me. Um, you know, you need to eat, you need to eat more carbs. And I was like, what? And he says, yeah, because your muscles are not going to get bigger. They're not going to get stronger without carbohydrates. So he was trying to get me to eat 300 grams of carbs per day. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that's so much. And, but what he forgot to tell me is you can't eat animal products. You can't do both. I was trying to do both. And I was like, oh, my stomach hurts. And I was gaining, felt like I was gaining weight. But yeah, so now I eat between 250 grams and 300 grams of carbohydrates a day. 
and I'm thinner and I just, you know, obviously the no animal products and yeah, I have more energy and that's the way to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, do you have, do you have a story you'd like to share with us with uh, one of your clients, um, that a success story? I'm sure you, you have numerous success stories. Let's see. It's, uh, yes, I do. Let's see. So there was this one gentleman, he was in his early twenties. I believe he was 23 and he was depressed and he just wanted to lose the extra weight and so i trained with him i think it was twice a week and I have photos too for for two months and i told him what to eat what not to eat and no alcohol and be consistent and it's funny the first time he met with me i when i meet someone i find out what are your goals and so he said to me i want to be a runner i want to be a bodybuilder and I think he said he wanted to be, I don't know, a swimmer or something like that. And I said, you know, I can see you wanting to be everything, but you got to focus. You got to pick one. Do you want to be a, you know, really fast runner or do you want to be a, a bodybuilder? And so he thought about it and he said, I want to be a bodybuilder because you can't, you can't get a ton of speed and be a really big dude. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what we did is we focused on building strength, but I added sprints into his workout so that he could get, he can uh, get his uh, running, you know, he running skills. He could just still run. He could still run faster and everything. And his results were amazing. He uh, got rid of the fat. He added more muscle and he cut his hair, which is good. So he looked better. <laughs> <laughs> But his mood completely changed. He went from really depressed and not feeling confident to having tons of confidence and walking proud and feeling good. And yeah, so that was that was nice. That's but that, beautiful. That, it, it's easy to get people to exercise. It's harder to get people to change what they eat. Interesting. Well, I think there's there's been a lot of campaigns uh, by the government maybe a couple decades ago uh, about exercise, about exercise being so important, about and and never about food. So it's always been well, the magic thing is to get exercise and and more exercise. And uh, you know, I know for me personally, I, I find that food is more powerful than the exercise. Not that they're they're both really important for sure, but I think I think the food is has been more powerful for me. So, uh, you know, I used to and, and for for the longest time in my adult life, I I was fifty pounds heavier, and my triglycerides and and cholesterol were not just high; they were off the charts. And personally, I've never been a fan of pharmaceuticals, so I've resisted taking prescriptions. And so I was just overweight and I'd work out like crazy and I'd be working out and working out and clearly I was eating the wrong foods, but working out just, uh, just didn't do it for me. And um, then when I changed my diet and my lifestyle was such that I couldn't quite get the exercise I used to get before, I did lose the weight even with, with less exercise and just much better food. Yeah, and that is very, very true because there's so many people at the gym that are fat and they're there all the time and they're sweating and they're working out hard. And I applaud them for their efforts because they're really, really trying hard in the gym, but they're not trying hard in the kitchen. Right. <laughs> so you gotta do both. And, you know, I remember many years ago where I was trying, I was exercising excessively three hours a day. I couldn't lose any weight. And I read, mm -hmm. I don't know if this is true, but there becomes a set point. Well, regardless of how much exercise, you do your body won't let you burn any more calories wow. but once once you change the food you can lose a ton of weight mm -hmm. so i mean i was trying water fasting and you know of course eating a healthy diet actually lost too much weight and i got down to 85 pounds 
Wow. So water fasting is excellent for weight loss. If someone needs to lose weight, it works extremely well. It's really fast. But for me, I was already at a good weight and I just dropped way too much, way too fast. And that was only for three water fasts of 24 hours. Wow. So yeah, it's really effective. It's hard. You know, you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my goodness, yes. But I remember wow. when I did it, I had to make myself busy by, you know, watching a, a movie or reading. But yeah, and what's interesting about water fasting is you really can't move too much mm. because it's it can be dangerous for one. You uh, you become lightheaded. Mm-hmm. Your balance is a little bit off. And uh, yeah, and so that's why at True North, they don't want you to venture out or take showers because you could slip and fall. Wow. So people at True North must be kind of stinky then, huh? (laughs) I would assume so. I looked into it just because I thought, you know, how neat. That would be so much fun to go there and, you know, learn about it. And But I'm not a candidate because... um, being a type one diabetic, I was mm. originally type one and a half, but as a type one, your your blood sugar can be sporadic and go too low, and that it's just too dangerous. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I need to add that True North has been amazing. I've heard so many success stories. It's it's a res- residential center where people go to reverse chronic diseases and the outcomes are just absolutely phenomenal and part of their process then is to start people up with the water fast for for as long as they can go i i i know a, a dentist and she had this headache that nobody could diagnose and 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 help with and she went there she she actually did a water fast for 40 days wow yeah that's that's just crazy but at the end of the day um she did stop the headaches that she had so um so whether it's just such off you know off the beaten path kind of thing like she was or or some other disease they've they've done really really well with helping people get healthy it's interesting too where it resets their taste buds where they no longer like salt where it's just too overpowering and then they start really enjoying the simple things just like plain fruits and vegetables. And that's pretty, pretty incredible. It gives your body time to repair because it's not spending time metabolizing the food that we're eating. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes, I've, I've heard that the, the lifespan of our taste buds is pretty short. So the good news is that if we, if we stop eating the highly addictive sugars and salts and fats our taste buds change pretty quickly and we we just don't crave them anymore yeah and then all that stuff becomes pretty disgusting i mean i can't even imagine drinking uh soda pop at this point and oh yeah it's just it's disgusting or smelling somebody boiling chicken all that all that kind of stuff that you know i'm i'm i consider myself so fortunate to to be passed and not to not to be affected by by all that yeah and then you know people who come to my house to eat it's like they're gonna eat they're gonna eat my food (laughs) i don't care what they normally eat and they're they they can't bring that food over to my house Sounds like a, a wise rule. And so yeah. I, I imagine after after a shock or after getting past the people, I'm sure really love your food and yeah. and they probably start changing their diet and their health. Yeah. And I've never actually had anybody complain about our food not having animal products in it. They always are excited to try something new. And I remember years ago, I made a spirulina cake. So it, it was black when <laughs> it had, you know, nuts and seeds in it. That was when I was trying these raw vegan desserts and it was really good. So, yeah. And then when, whenever we go out, we pick a vegan restaurant or we find uh, 
one that uh, other people will like that has vegan options. So we, we're never going to go to a place where there's either nothing to eat or, you know, we're, and even if there was nothing to eat, we wouldn't eat anything that wasn't in line with, you know, what's healthy. It just mm -hmm. doesn't make sense to me to do something to harm myself. I'm not going to do something to harm myself to please somebody else. Yes. That's that's a good rule to live by. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're uh, coming to the top of the hour here. I'd like to invite you to tell folks how they can reach you, what you can help them with. Um, so please talk a little bit about yourself and your wonderful work that you're doing. Thank you. So you can find my books uh, off my website. It's thehigh5diet.com. It's all spelled out. And five, so it's F-I-V-E. And basically, I'm giving you a high five. Where's my hand? <laughs> um, anyways, so, uh, so yeah, so I've got three books. The High Five Diet is my baby. It talks about my health from when I was a little kid until I'm now, what I did right, what I didn't do right, my crazy stories. It's very entertaining. Um, my, my major in college was English with a specialization in writing. So hopefully it will be really fun to read. Um, the other one I have is uh, dairy-free desserts and smoothies. I have a food diary where you can log all your calories, your food, and it tells you additional things that will help you on your vegan health journey. And the other one is a, a weightlifting record book. So I have all these different exercises, lists of them at the front of each, each section, that you can try that I found to be really fun and great for strength. And you can write down the exercises and the reps and sets. And then next time you can look back what you did and then you can decide, okay, I'm going to do that one again, or, oh, that was easy. Now I'm going to make, try it uh, this way. And so anyways, it helps you uh, look at your history so that you can get stronger as you, as you age. <laughs> Um, so that's, and if you go to my website, thehighfivediet.com, at the bottom, you will see links that you can click on. So you can click on my Facebook link, and that takes you to my group, which is called Plant-Based Fit Folks. It will take you to my YouTube channel, which is called Nina's Nutrition and Exercise Videos. And what you'll find there is recipes. Uh, videos of how I make the recipes. I've got all sorts of exercise videos and I've got lots of videos on health where I just talk about different topics. And we've got some really great ones coming up. I've got a, a, a diabetes masterclass coming up. I've got a Christmas cardio workout. Oh, and I think you're going to like this. I created a, um, a vegan cheer dance. A vegan cheer dance. A vegan cheer dance. So I wow. Well, I look yeah. forward to seeing that. Yeah, it's um. Hopefully that'll go viral. So that'll be fun. So I'm like doing my little funny little dance. And my husband walked in the other day. He's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "Now, <Nah>, what? <laughs> oh, what is my crazy wife doing now?" <laughs> I'm like, oh, do, do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's coming too. Excellent. I look forward to it. Well, with that, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, let's see. Coming up. So let's see. Next week, we've got some. Uh, what is? What did I name the next one? So the next one coming up is. Uh, do you remember what I wrote? What not to say to yes. anti-vegans. How to convert anti-vegans, which is such a great topic and it's so central to all our work so i look forward to to what you have for us next week that's beautiful and then after that culture religion and food choices wonderful that's uh, that's amazing i look forward yeah. to seeing you again soon thank you thank yes. you all right and so it's not quite a dance but namaste vegan <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Nina. It's great seeing you.
Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.